Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of All Met Sports Talk here with Coach Sherm. Really excited about my guest tonight, one of my, my favorite guys, golf friend, and and just a great guy in the community. Spent a lot of years coaching basketball here in the DMV. Before we get to that, just wanted to thank everybody. Got several text messages, a couple emails about the feedback on Trey Carpenter's interview from last week. Definitely one of my favorite interviews, especially when you hear his his dinner guest. I was really impressed with that. My wife even uh, mentioned that. So uh, if you're not following us yet, please follow us on Facebook and Instagram, All Met Sports Talk, on Twitter, at All Met Talk. And if you have an email question or comment, or just want to, you know, maybe uh, recommend a guest, allmetsportstalk at gmail.com. Want to also give a shout out to Preston Suggs. Thank you, sir, for the music, for the intro and outro music. You can find him on Instagram at King P Suggs. That's King, the letter P S U G G S. So thanks again, sir. So my guest tonight, Coach B, Mr. Rusty Brown. How are you, sir? What's up, Coach? How you doing, baby? Good to see you, man. Doing you really too, well. man. I can't wait to actually hook up with you in person, hit some golf balls. You know, we, I, I haven't, I've only played once in the last two years, thanks to Corona, but long hopefully overdue, we get, bro. yeah, long overdue. So, mm-hmm. you know, you retired last year from coaching and yeah. uh, you, you know, thought you would have some more time to play golf and then coronavirus hit. But before we get to that, why don't you t- talk to us about your upbringing? Sure. I know you went to the military, you know, when you were a younger lad and so where'd you grow up and let's, let's start this journey. Yeah, absolutely, man. And first, you know, really, really, um, thanks for having me on, man. I, I do appreciate what you're doing here, uh, what you do for the community. I think this uh, this community uh, that we're in of, of of high school sports, it's a special one, man. It's um, it's it's filled with a really a bunch of really good guys like yourself. So I know what it takes to do what you're doing. Hats off, man. You're doing a great job. Thank you, and, sir. Uh, I'm happy to support that. I'm, I'm a local kid, man. You know, I, I grew up in, in the DMV, was born in Washington, D.C., uh, finished high school in PG County. Mm-hmm. Um, once, I, once I left that, I went into the military, had a full career in the military. And thank um, you for your service. Oh, anytime, anytime. And, you know, I, I was that guy. I was that guy coach in, in high school. Like, I went to Suitland. Uh, I finally made the team because I, I just bugged the hell out of the coach. <laughs> I just, I just did. And I was that guy. He told me, and this is, this is a quote. He said, listen here, Brown, the only way you're going to get in a game is if we're up 25 or we're down 25. I'm like, coach, I'm your man. I am your man. I, I wanted the uniform that bad and to be a part of it. My sport was slash is baseball. Mm. Um, natural baseball player. You know, um, I just stopped playing, actually. There is a competitive baseball league in the DMV that starts at 18 and goes to whatever you want to be. And I was in the senior league for that. And wow. prior, prior to COVID, uh, we just, we just ended up and obviously we, we can't play anymore. Wow. So, um, two That's cool. I didn't athlete. know that about you. Oh, absolutely. I know you can hit that game. golf ball. I know you can strike that golf ball. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know where it's going, coach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And I know it you can like... coach and I know you can coach some hoops, but uh did yes, not know the baseball yeah. angle. That's pretty and it, cool. It's it's odd that I never got into coaching for baseball, but that is I loved both sports, but I spent a lot of time in with with, with both, but I played more baseball. So when went overseas mm-hmm. um as part of the military, as you as you mentioned, I, I was in the Air Force uh, as a career, um, played baseball. Uh, and basketball there uh, as well. Um, and then came back. I finished up my Air Force career here in the States between Florida and ended up back at the Pentagon back in D.C. Nice. Um, got into coaching. This is a funny story. I don't know if you're going to remember this guy because I don't know his name. But uh, once I got out of the military, I started working for the CIA. And the mm-hmm. CIA has a uh, 
you know, intramural rec league, if you will, like I guess most places do. You guys might have one at Hopkins where, you know, they, they mm-hmm. have them all over the place, right? Mm-hmm. So we were in a pretty competitive league, and our coach got rotated out. And to stay in the league, somebody had the coach. So I, I didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. But I think they voted me to do it because I was the sorriest player. I'm, oh. still, I'm still I'm still looking into that, right? Uh. Um, and, and I'm still in touch with those guys. They won't tell me, but I was like, fine, because if you don't have a coach, you couldn't be in the league. Uh-huh. So um, I did that, that was, for that, a that few was classified years. as top secret. <laughs> exactly. I did that for a few years. So we had to play all these different gyms all over Northern Virginia. There was a team, like we went to the championship four years, we won it once. There was a team, and we played the same team all four years. Mm-hmm. And the other, the same team beat us three times. The guy who was head coaching that team, I saw him refing your game, the last game that I went to when you won the freshman title. No and way. I walked up to him. Yes, I walked up to him and just looked at me, gave me this big hug, and he was like, Oh, oh, it was because this was in the mid nineties. He's been reffing in your league. I thought I saw him earlier in the season, coach. But when was it I Jimmy? came to see you guys win the championship, was black it, guy, ball head. Um, it's Jimmy. He 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 played in our league, and his team used to beat us all the time. I so, think that's Jimmy. Yeah, he's one of the top officials in this area now. He is. He's been doing it a long time. And when we stopped the intramural league, he and I talked, and we said, like, well, "What are you going to do? Neither one of us could play anymore." And he said he was going to officiate, and then I said, I'm going to go into coaching. Mm-hmm. And so I got my start, man. I was still, I still wanted to do coaching. I got that bug, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't know how to break into it. So basically, this was back in the days when they had fax machines. Coach, you're too young to know about No, that. no, no, no. I remember, I, not only do I remember the fax machines, I remember the fax machines with the ink. You remember the paper and the ink would disappear after a few years? Yeah, that. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so I, I wrote a letter, typed up a letter, and faxed it to about – six or seven high schools uh, in Northern Virginia. And, and one guy, uh, Mark Sewell, you know, wrote me back and said, let's talk. And he was the head coach at Centerville. And this is in 1996. Wow. Um, and he said, I want to do an interview. He said, come, come to the school. But he said, bring your, bring your gear. Like, what's up? So we get there. He's doing the interview. He wanted me to play. First, he needed to see what you know about the game. Oh. So they had this, and you, you probably still do it. You know, you're young enough to do that, but the coaches would play against against the players. Mm-hmm. So he said, look, we Coach, I don't know how old you, how young you think I am. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not playing against any players. <laughs> <laughs> I don't either anymore, to be, yeah, to be yeah. clear. But back then it was, you had okay, to. we could run. And, and we, when we won, Coach, it was only because, you know, we played smarter. We weren't more athletic. Right, than absolutely. Right? Yep. Um, so I played, and, and he liked it. And he just slowly integrated me into how to coach at this level. Mm-hmm. And he was so plugged in. Took me down to meet Dean Smith. To this day, I have a really strong relationship with UNC because I worked with Dean Smith, and then I worked with Coach Guthridge, and then I worked with, uh, um, with Maddie, um, and now Coach Williams. Um, just a phenomenal program. And they would bring us in just to sit. They had a guy who used to be an assistant there named Dave Hanners, who ultimately went to coach with, with uh, Larry Brown in the pros, another mm. Carolina guy. He was an assistant with Phil Ford. And because I'm an AV guy, Coach Hanners would always say, what are you guys running this year? And I said, well, we're going to probably do a little high-low. And this was back in the day of VHS. They would take me into this vault, Coach, with just all of these videotapes. And he had a graduate assistant go and pull all their high-low action for various years what? and put it on the table and gave me the clicker and said, you know, call me if you need me while they would go run practice. Wow. So having that kind of um, – they, they genuinely wanted to see the high school coach succeed, you know, That's which was phenomenal. Wild. So 
I, uh, I stayed with Centerville from 96 to 2000. Uh, and at that time, 2000, moved out of Virginia coaching into PG County, coached at Largo from 2000 to 2016, and then finished up at Oxon Hill from 17 through, through 2020. Wow. Small man, world, that's... though, right? I'm telling you, I'm at your game, and I see my man yeah. from 1996. You're referring your, 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 yeah. your freshman championship game. Man. Yeah. Yeah, and I appreciate that support because I know that was a hike for you to – you came to a couple of my games, and I yeah, definitely appreciate that support. You talk about support, though, man. It's like at the retirement, I looked up and saw you in the crowd. And, and just so your audience understands, uh, you know, Coach Sherman is just – he's just plugged in to the community. I mean, a lot of coaches are, but he is at the grassroots level. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm watching a game the other day on uh, ESPN. What was the kid's name, Coach? Um <laughs> he was at Poly and basically ended our season two years ago, and you were oh, there for that game. Uh, was it Lewis? Now. Yeah, Jeff Lewis. Uh, not Jeff Lewis. What was his name? Oh, uh, I just, oh. On the tip of my tongue. I'll, I'll look it up. I yeah. saw him the other day. In fact, he was on Sports Center Top 10 two days ago, wow. finished the game at the rim, and you came to that game. And I that did. ended our season two years ago. So when you talk about support, I, you know, and you, you came to our games at, uh, Oxon Hill, Gwen Park, I would see you at, at every chance. And, the, and the, the good thing is because of the league you were in, I think it afforded both of us the opportunity mm-hmm. to see the other one play. It did. Um, it, it definitely helped. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I, I always appreciate that because, it, you know, there are times like that game against Polly, I mean, uh, you, you just look for a familiar face. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You, you need that. I do as, as a coach. And we're on the road against a team that – you know, was back to back to back state champion. Yeah. Everybody on that team was six, 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 seven. Yeah. Their eighth and ninth guys were just studs, you know. So they to have were. to know that you would take the time out to come and support our program, that was uh that was really big, man. I always appreciate you for that. Oh, absolutely, man. I appreciate the reciprocation. And I and you know, it's I definitely hear what you're saying. When you get in those gyms, man, the hostile you know, ones, man. Yes. <laughs> But I don't know about you, Coach. I love playing in that. Like, I would rather play in a hostile gym. Yeah. They're the best. Yeah. They're the best. Yeah. There's no – at least in our league, in some cases, um, the expectation for us as the visitor was was minimal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's one of the things uh, – and hopefully at some point you get you get Coach, Coach Howard on your, on your show. But one of the things that, that he was extremely passionate about was continuing the legacy of us going to Baltimore – if not once, a couple of times a year, because he felt different brand of basketball, different style of basketball. Mm-hmm. We're going to win, make no mistakes about it. But there were times like if we played in the, you know, in in the tournament that they had at Morgan, uh-huh. um, you got you got to be prepared to win by fifteen because that crowd isn't going to allow you know that that team to lose. Right. But it made us better every every time, man. Every right. Time. Yeah. It's it is two very different brands of basketball. Sure. Um, talk to me about. I mean, you spent twenty years coaching in PG County. You know, you, mm-hmm. we we had the Showtime doc that you know KD mm-hmm. helped mm-hmm. produce uh, in the water. Talk to me about PG County basketball. Now, I coached the last few years in PG County, although it was you know private school in PG yeah. County, and and you spent your whole career in public school, but I recruited heavily. I mean, it, you know, when I'm recruiting, I'm recruiting PG County. I'm all down through Bowie. I'm down, you know, upper Marlboro. I, I even last year I had a kid. I went all the way to Fort Washington, actually two kids. I got one from Fort Washington and one from Akakeek. Okay. Um, actually my shooter that, that was on, that helped me win the champ. He's my MVP was from Akakeek. That kid didn't um, miss. Man, he couldn't miss. No, he, we, we were playing at Mount St. Joe coach last year. Quick story. We were down. I want, want my second best player got the flu. Remember the flu started hitting 
Yeah. I'm sure it hit your team too. Started hitting yeah. and it just started wiping kids out. It did. This was not Corona. This is, you know, pre-Corona. Yep. And I lost my second best player. I showed up to the school to leave for the game and he's sitting outside the nurse's office. Looked like he'd been hit by a truck. Wow. We're headed to Mount St. Joe. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> not today. Yeah. We're number one. They're number two. Mm. And uh, we get up there after the first quarter, we were down 17 to two. Oh my. Yeah. It was ugly. We battle back. We just start chipping away, chipping away. I'm like, look, please, Lord, let us just get to halftime. Let this not be a 20-point game. Anyway, we get to, we, we cut the lead some. I think we're down 11 going into the half. So we, we won the second quarter by four. Get to halftime, and I felt like we had figured it out, right? And we get to the fourth quarter. I think we go into the fourth quarter down six. This little joker hit six threes in the fourth quarter. Nice. And we won by two. And it was because you needed every one of them. We needed every last one of them. But, but yeah, I, I went way down Akakik to get that one. So, so I know PG County basketball. I mean, that's, you know, it, I mean, it's, it, it, it's just so special, you know. And of course, you got the Matha and you got, you know, um, McNamara and you yeah. got, you know, you name it. And you got the yeah. WCAC, you know, Pilate, you know, when I was at Pilate, we dipped down in there with we, the, the southernmost team uh, in the MIAA. But there's something about going – so two years ago, Gwen Park, when you guys played Gwen Park, it was their senior night. And then last year, it was your senior night when Gwen Park came me. to you. Yeah. yeah. Man, there's something about walking in that gym and just – Yeah, the electricity is yeah. just unreal. I think so, you nailed it, though. I mean, there's a, there's a rich tradition, Coach, in PG County. I mean, it's steeped in tradition – as, as you said, Baltimore has a particular style, but I think Prince George's County does too. And uh, in 2000, when we moved from Northern Virginia to PG County, I noticed it right away, mm-hmm. right? So in Northern Virginia, it was like, we had good players. I don't think they loved the game. I don't think the mm-hmm. game meant as much. Good kids, mind you, but it mm-hmm. was just different. And when I came to, to Largo, it was immediate throughout the county that mm-hmm. – um, we're here to play. And it was, and it was a different brand. And like you say, I mean, you know, um, when, when I was there at Largo, the games against Suitland, when we were both four a standing room only before the JV game would start. (laughs) And then you come to, to like you saw with the three, a us against Potomac, us against Gwen Park, uh, the same thing, you know, 20 years later, Uh, we had some folks at the, at the homecoming game um, in my last season, the game that you came to, um, alumni. I mean, they come, you know, yeah. from from back in the day when, when you know when when Sweetney was there and yeah, and, my guys, my guy Mike, the coach. Yes, they're coming in to say, hey, there's a tradition to uphold here. Um, and I just and it's it's no different when we mm-hmm. would go to Potomac or we would go to one of the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a certain as you talked about going into those types of gyms, man. There's a certain um, there's a certain buzz about it that just gets you gets you gets you right, gets your team right. And yeah, uh, I, I just think it's a very a uh, special community uh, of players. Uh, they really give everything they have, you know, mm-hmm. to play. They play hard, and they play. And it's a unique area to be in. A mm-hmm. lot of our preseason stuff, we would play in D.C. against some of those schools. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our, play our like the math, the stuff, yeah, like the Dematha Summer League. Exactly, Northern yeah. Virginia. So to have the opportunity to play all these different jurisdictions, mm-hmm. uh, I, I think is wonderful for for that. And, and I think PG County is still strong, Coach. Um, Again, I, I, my entire time was uh, in the uh, in the public school arena, 
Um, but I, it, it was uh, it was amazing to see the grit in the fight um, mm-hmm. you know, with those teams, the tradition with those schools, and the amount of dedication that those coaches give to um, um, to those programs. It's amazing. Yeah, and they, and they sell out. I mean, let, make no mistake about. It. I mean these these are some huge gems that yeah, sell out, that's true. And, and they still sell out. You know, <laughs> I mean, so a, yeah, so even like what you were saying about um, you know the earlier days when you guys would play Suitland and stuff. But I mean, even now you walk into a P. Now obviously not this year, but you walk into into a PG County gym. You're not getting in there if you're not no, there no. 30, 40 and, minutes and, before and the game. We, we would have to put that word out on, on certain game days. We would do it in advance. We would tell the student population. We would tell the parents, you, you, you can't be late because mm-hmm. they're just not going to let you in. Yeah. Uh, and and uh, those are great environments. You know how it is, Coach. The gym's warm. You know what yeah. I mean? You got the band in there. Everybody, you know, there's a certain yeah. vibe going, and it's uh, – it's just a special thing to uh, to have been a part of. Absolutely. Yeah, and and then even the fan. I mean, the fans are into it. They're chanting back and forth. I mean, it, it just it it's just a, it's it's got to feel uh, for those kids something very special, you know. And they take it. They know it. They play against these guys. They play with these guys, you know, in AAU and everything oh, else. Oh yeah, all leagues. the time growing up, right? Yeah, yeah. You know? But when you you know, it's something about the name on the front of that jersey. You know, when you when you when you put that thing on in PG County and, and they know that they're about to go to war with each other and there's that mutual respect too, um, yeah. you know, yeah. And you see it, you know, but they know, you know, we're in this thing. You know, this is a uh, 32 minutes of warfare we're about to go to go through. And, it, and it, it's amazing because you get a situation like with ours last year, you know, the, the, the two I thought the two parental players in our league mm-hmm. live literally houses apart. One goes to Potomac, one goes to Oxon Hill. Mm-hmm. Hey, and I'm best, sorry, I think I said Gwen Park earlier. It was Potomac you all played Potomac, your last game, right? Best of buddies, like you said, yeah. growing up through AAU. And, yeah. and and when we would go to Potomac, uh, it, and he ended up, you know, he took a football scholarship uh, to, to Maryland, whereas mm-hmm. you know, our kid goes to, to, to Mason and the basketball scholarship. Yeah, Ronnie Polite. Yeah, those kinds of relationships, Coach, I think are all throughout uh, Prince George's County. And I, I was really glad that the piece, I think it was Showtime that did that show, right? Yeah, yep, um, yep. I think they did a really good job of, of, of capturing the, the electricity uh, that is uh, PG County basketball. Right. And then uh, that game, so we could talk a little bit about Ronnie Polite. I want to talk to you about some of the guys you had. I'm not sure. I mean, there's been some incredible players. that You talked about Mike Sweetney. That's my guy. I hope to have him on soon. He's, uh, he's a good really, guy, man. Yeah, really good friend of mine. And uh, co- he's coaching now, actually. He's coaching up in New York. No kidding. Yeah. yeah. Now, yeah. you know, I think their season's canceled. But he did really well last year coaching. Um, but Ronnie Polite was a special player. Uh, yeah. And watching him play. So, I think last year he was first team all met. And was he the first – public school player to be put on that team in like a certain amount of years or something. I can't remember what it was. It, it, it wasn't, it wasn't, well, I don't, I don't know if that was the case. I know we had um, Abdullah Bundu mm-hmm. uh, and I want to say, I think it was 2015 coach. This is when I was still at Largo. He was first team all met and the all met player of the oh, year. Oh, wow. Okay. And that's the only time in my tenure that I've seen any public school kid get that. Yeah. Um, went on to Quinnipiac and he's now playing overseas. Nice. Um, we've had other, you know, uh, first teamers on the all met team. Uh, maybe he was the only one that maybe last year he was the last only one. Last year, Ma- I think so. Maybe that's yeah. what it was. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But so you're last right. I mean, year. He, he was a super special kid and you'd, you'd been seeing him, you know, a long yeah. time. You've seen him grow. Uh, and, and kids like that are very special to watch, man. 
They are. Yeah. And I, the other thing with him, uh, the summer before that, I guess going into his senior year, he won the DeMatha Catholic League or DeMatha Summer League player, the or MVP of this DeMatha right? Summer League. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he, he was incredible. So you, so what other guys have you seen that have come up, you know, that you had the, the honor of coaching and have done special things and, and what you got, you were with coach Lou. Um, so you guys went to the final four a couple times, right? We went to the final four four times, state title game twice. Wow. Okay, that's incredible. Yeah. yeah. And um and again, it's always inevitably no matter which league we're in, we end up against Baltimore. Uh when we <laughs> lost the state title game, um, it was against the Baltimore team, Lake Clifton. Uh, uh-huh. lost that game by six. Coach, I can find six points right now for that game. It's wow. still it's it still irritates me that we didn't get that. Um and then um, we lost to a Columbia. I mean, I'm sorry, when we won it, it was against a, a Columbia team. Um, but, yeah, we went four times. That was really, really – Oh, you uh, won the title. You won the state title. Yes. Okay, nice. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, just – and being in that environment, um, it helps a lot. It helps the program a lot, as you mm-hmm. know, um, because it says and – again, and I'm telling you, when we, when we started back in the day when I first get, went to Largo, they had um, – what do you call it? It goes like the mercy rule, right? Uh-huh. We had the clock run on us all the time wow. trust me from coach Lanier's teams at Oxon Hill High Point had a couple of twins that were I mean it, it was it was it was a growing process and in 2005 when we finally started that's when we began winning and it started in 2005 and between mm-hmm. 5 and 12 we were a fixture um at the University of Maryland at the Comcast Center in one yeah. way or another so you have to you know you have to put it in and put your program in to, to your point we Man, we've had a bunch of special kids. I mentioned um, Abdullah Bundu. I mean, really, really special kid from Africa. You know, had, didn't start playing basketball until um, really late as a teenager. Mm-hmm. Uh, just just a really special individual. And for him to win the All-Met Player of the Year, that's probably the, the single highest award of, of any player that I've ever coached. Mm-hmm. Um, Maurice Sutton, a seven-footer, played for Villanova, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and is still playing overseas now I believe he's not in the league anymore um Kwame Morgan uh was a very special kid um that that played on our undefeated year and I'm gonna give you another name Desmond Wade so Desmond Wade today is the head coach at Blake when we first when we first went to 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 get to our final four our first time we lost uh against against them um and D Wade was on the team. We were 24 and 0, uh, and we, we ended up losing our first game, which was at the Comcast Center that year, was to uh, BCC. Bethesda yeah, Chevy yeah, Chase. Bethesda Chevy Chase, yeah. Mm-hmm. Ended up 25 and 1. That was D Wade's last high school game. Went on to play Montgomery County Junior College and a couple other places. Mm-hmm. Worked his way back in, became the head coach at High Point for a number of years, and then I think year before last became the head coach at Blake. Um, I'm extremely proud of Desmond Wade. If you get an opportunity to get him on your show, very yeah. special young man. Um, everybody has a glue guy. And, and if you guys are coaching, you know mm-hmm. what that means. Mm-hmm. And uh, nobody outworked this kid. He, you know, I still remember like it was yesterday, number 13, there wasn't a loose ball. He would not get on the floor for mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. a straight hustle guy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you see kids with that energy, you know, transition into adulthood and keep that same mantra going and now you know as a as a full-time member of the uh uh you know uh, of the community as a coach and giving back that is 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 extremely special and then to your point most recently um Ronnie Polite um just 
every now and again, you run across a kid that is an extension of you to the point where you call a timeout to call something and he's already there. You know what yeah. I mean? Or before we can get it, he's like, no, no, coach, we need to run this because he's seen something that I haven't processed yet or Coach mm-hmm. Howard hadn't processed yet. And you you have to get out of the way of them. I, yes. I think there's a tendency to overcoach. And there's times where it's just like, no need. And, yeah. and what, what he did in that senior night game it, it what what was was amazing. I've it was just- not, yeah, it's one of the single greatest performances I've ever seen with one of the nastiest dunks I've ever yeah. seen for a point guard. <laughs> for a point guard. Yeah. And, and- it's just, it's just who he is. So now seeing him, you know, at George Mason and, and, uh, and getting some real quality minutes, um, I watch and I, and I yell at the TV because, you know, you know how it is. I mean, it's like, yeah. he's your guy. Yeah. And I want him to fight through the screens harder, you uh-huh. know, and it's like, you can't get clipped like that at the top and, I, and you can't go under because in college, they're going to shoot the lights They're going to shoot it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so he's getting he's getting a really good uh, opportunity at uh, over with the Patriots. Uh, you know, love him to death. Um, but uh, we we over that many years, coach, you coach a lot of kids. Um, and again, our, our number one objective is always to just try to get that that kid to college. Right. I don't care if you had D two or D three. My my objective was to make it so that your parents didn't have to pay for your college education. That's it. It, if you're gifted enough and you know as well as anybody that 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 community is extremely small to play at a high, high level next, you know, God bless you. And we're going to help you do that. Mm -hmm. But, but at the ground roots level, the grassroots level for a high school coach, for me, it was, um, I I want you to play and I want you to go to college for free. And, Mm -hmm. uh, and we, we did a pretty good job of that. We ended up with, um, uh, I believe um, coach Howard said at the retirement that we had like 81% or so of our kids play at some level at the next level. So um, that was, that was a good number for me to hear as, as a, as a numbers guy. So, That's incredible. Yeah, yeah. Incredible. And so talk about your staff real quick. Um, so with Coach Howard, that all 20 years? Um, in, in in Maryland. So the, the four yeah. years that I did in, in Northern Virginia, uh, and that was a unique story. It's it's And this is going to kind of lead into one of the reasons. I mean, I think it was time, but one of the reasons that I, I felt it was time to retire is it's, it's a different type of kid now. You, you mm-hmm. know, you, you the way you coach now is, is a little bit different. And – we were doing okay at Centerville and we had a situation where, you know, the principal basically came to our head coach who was coach Sewell and, and asked slash demanded that we just have more equity in playing time. Mm. Parents were upset that everybody wasn't playing. And we were like, but again, our job is to get the kids into college. And right. speaking as a guy who was the, the 15th guy on the bench on a 14 man <laughs> team, I'm like, what's the problem here? <laughs> so um, we, we couldn't do that. So we elected the leave. Uh-huh. And and the people that left was myself and Coach Ward. Um, and I mentioned Coach Ward, Coach Rodney Ward, extremely good friend of mine. And at some point, I'll tell you this, you, you, you need to get them on your show. I don't know if there's another couple in mm. Maryland where the husband and wife are both head coaches mm. at the same school, and they've both won state titles. Wow. And they're still there. That's And, and it's uh, – I've always thought the Washington, Port, Washington Post should have done a story, you know, all met – I, I don't think that exists, and they've been no. here for a while. So me and Coach Ward, we, we didn't have a job, basically, and uh, we were sitting around my house, and I was living in Forestville at the time. And um, he said, hey, I, th- I think the guy that was at Woodbridge, Coach Howard, now uh-huh. got the head coaching job at Largo. Let's go see if he needs some help. And we just rolled up on him, and he was like, oh, because we were in the same summer leagues, and we knew each other but didn't know each other. 
Uh-huh. Uh, coach Howard took us both on. And from that point forward, um, he was the only head coach that I worked for. Wow. Um, amazing, amazing staff. And when I think, you know, and you, you, to be that, to have that kind of run coach, you, you have to have an understanding. You just, mm-hmm. you just do. And uh, we, we, we went to a seminar years ago um, and it wasn't a basketball one, but coach Herm Edwards mm-hmm. was coaching at the time. Mm-hmm. And he, he was preaching during that seminar, know your role, do your job. Mm-hmm. That's it. If you're an yeah. assistant, you can't be the head coach. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, if you're a manager, you got to be the best manager. He, he, he put value on every position. And I think that uh, Coach Howard's staff embodied that value. No egos. Um, there were times that we'd fight like brothers. Absolutely. Sure. sure. Um, and, but, you, it, but he, at the end of the day, has to make that call, whether we're going to change that defense or run that play or put this kid in or whatever. But over the years, there becomes a trust to the point where we're finishing something before he, before he starts that. Mm-hmm. Um, Marquise Gadsden was with us for a long time. He's now an NBA agent. Mm. You know, um, so the, the program, I, I think coach Howard's program just, uh, just breathes uh, confidence uh, in, and success in the staff as, as, as well as, as well as the players. But, yeah. uh, and I, I told him before, you know, there were times when I thought about giving it up earlier, like way back when we won that we went to win the first title in uh in 2008 but I said I would stay as long as he stayed because I could work for him because right. we got it you know and he was there for the right reason you know what I mean? right and that mattered to me uh, yeah. that mattered to me so so when I um when I finally decided to retire you know and, and you were at that game it was a you know it was a big decision but it, it, it was time and I, I couldn't have done it I would not have had any of those successes or, or capabilities to help all those young men without without coach Howard so I'm I'm indebted to him for uh, for a lot. Yeah. Wow. That's a great story. Yeah. And, you know, the season ends last year, the heartbreaking loss at St. Charles. Incredible season they had last year. I mean, it, 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 that, that should have been a Final Four game. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I felt it was very unfair. I mean, I, I'm splitting hairs here. I felt it was unfair for two Titans to, to kind of go at it. That early? Know. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 well, we we kind of th- and the, the weird part about that coach, and this just speaks to how how good uh, I think the basketball climate is in Maryland. Mm-hmm. The reason it was that way last year is because people felt the same way the year before when we went to Baltimore and yeah. lost against Poly. They right. were like, "This should have been a Comcast game. How do you have?" But but the league, the 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 Maryland State three A league, it's just it's just chalk. I mean, you know what I mean? Think about yeah. this for a second. We lost that game against St. Charles. It could have just as easily been Potomac against St. Charles. Yeah, absolutely. Us again, yeah. us again. You know what I mean? Only you, only one of us could come out of the three A South, which yeah. is which is a travesty in and of itself. But so three of the best four teams in the state were coming out of the same the out same of the same. Bracket. Yeah, and that that is that does make it very difficult because that's a once in a lifetime, if mm-hmm. ever, opportunity yeah. to, to get to play at that level in in. The league was just too stacked with talent and too many good schools. Yeah, if that was a college football playoff, they would have they would have taken oh. you would have, you would have been the SEC and they would have taken three of you and then thrown <laughs> Polly in there to, from. And the, that would have the, been great. That would have been great for uh, for our program because um, we 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 had a very special group. You know, like I say, Ronnie led that group. And um, but but to be to be clear, I mean, you know, St. Charles was was very good. Oh, they were, yeah, they were legit. Very we, good. Yeah, we played against them. So we actually put our team, we were the only um, private school, but we we played in the PG County Summer League um, okay. down there okay. at Largo last summer. And and yeah. part of that reason was we wanted that smoke. We were like, look, yeah. 
these are the best, you know, we, yeah, we're not, we didn't do the DeMatha league, but we went into that league. Uh, this, and you all weren't in there because you were over in DeMatha. Correct. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, we wanted to go against some of those top tier, you know, it's a different brand of basketball. It's just different. And we wanted to toughen our kids up because we have to play St. Francis, St. Joe and, and the like. So um, it, you know, it worked out well, you know, we, our backcourt and our starting backcourt both went D1. Um, but, you know, I think that a lot of that is you got to play against some of that top talent. You know? I think, and, I think absolutely you do. And you have to have the vision, I think, as a coach to understand what that means. Mm-hmm. And so what you're doing in the summer is getting your kids ready for the playoffs. But right, a lot exactly. of folks yeah. do that. Well, why do you want to play them? I don't care about losing at that point. Right. I care about developing the player, developing yeah. the chemistry with that team. I'm sitting there looking to see what is this group of kids on the floor going to do when that adversity hits? Are you looking to me to mm-hmm. bail you out with a timeout? Are you looking for a sub because somebody just ran a really sweet screen on you and put yeah. you on your deck? <laughs> and those kinds of things that you went through during that summer league uh-huh. helped you win the championship that you won, right, mm-hmm. in, in, the, in the winter. And, and I think coaches have to – you have to have the mentality of the longer term, the, yeah. the, the development of your program and of your players. And it isn't about playing – you know, a team that you know you can walk over. It's, it's, it's to your point. It's about playing someone that's going to give you a run, that's going to bring that smoke. And do you know what kind of confidence you get? I still remember to this day, like I told you about, you know, uh, Billy Lanier's teams that used to just wipe the floor with us. The most meaningful win ever in my career was the first time we beat Oxen Hill mm. in that brand new gym with him coaching. Yeah. At that point, I knew we're, we're here. And yeah, it wasn't a fluke because yeah. once our kids saw that they could do it, coach, oh, now we got it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so um, going through your, going through your growing pains, man, is a, um, I think it's a huge part of your overall programmatic development. Yeah. And yeah. it's a key to long stay to, to have your program constantly be a name mm-hmm. that, you know, when you get down to, to playoff times that that team is going to be a, a central figure within those playoffs. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So you decide to retire. So, so what's life look like now? Um, I still, you know, I, I still watch a lot of, you know, uh, basketball, although I'm, I, I'm not sure how much longer the NCAA can keep playing coach. I mean, it's like I yeah. read an article just today where my guys up at Villanova, Jay Wright and his program, super group that, that have done a lot to help our coaching staff develop. I, th- I think their next game will come with a 14 day gap between it because mm-hmm. of COVID and stuff like that. Um, that yeah, the became, NBA is starting to cancel games now too. Absolutely. So, I think I mean, they're going to end up back in the bubble before long. They're going to have to, something's got to give. I just don't know what, you know? Yeah. So for me, I, I still watch uh, probably more NCAA basketball than there before. I've seen some real good, uh, real good teams out there watching them play because obviously we're not playing in, uh, in PG County um, kind of started kicking up the workout, you know, since COVID, you know, been, been doing more with that over the summer, got a lot of, um, cycling i've been in the cycling lately, okay so good getting some bike riding in um and just trying to do things to keep you know keep the mind sharp and, and, yeah. and stay active right and uh, yeah you know, and ride it, this thing out man yeah i know you're producing a podcast yeah yeah we produce a podcast it's called 15 good minutes if you get a chance um go check it out that's that's always been a passion of mine too um i'm i just produce it i'm not a yeah i'm not the camera facing talent um but doing things like that where you have an opportunity you know to uh to give back 
finishing up a, a lot of projects. You know all those projects that you yeah. that you can't do in season. Uh-huh. Now now uh, I don't have an excuse to not do them. I don't yeah. want to do them. Let's be clear. Yeah, yeah. I have to do them <laughs> because I'm home now and uh, and I'm not coaching. So yeah. um, it's it is a transition though because it it's in you. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like when October would normally roll around, you start feeling like, okay, okay, something's about to pop. This is normally when we start visiting some of the NCAA teams uh-huh. and start their things. November 15th was always our first day of practice, December 5th, first game. And you, you just get ready for that. Yeah. So as you, as you roll through it and it doesn't happen, it's like, well, what, what do you do? Yeah. And you, and you have to find something. Um, but you know, good news is, I mean, um, Coaches in the community like yourself, they, they, they continue to reach out, which is very important to me. Um, I'm very appreciative of that. Great. And, yeah. and you and those like you. And just stand, stand close to the game, man. It's, it's, it's a game that I love, especially in this area, mm-hmm. up in the area, down here. Um, it's, it's a fun place to be. It is, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's great to hear. I'm glad you're staying busy. Wife is doing well. She's doing well. She's doing well. Yeah, man. Appreciate it. Glad you asked, man. I'll let her know. Yeah, absolutely. All right, Coach. Well, I really appreciate your time. Learned a lot from you tonight. Uh, did not know that baseball thing. So. Baseball, man. That's, yeah. that's my game. Absolutely. I love it. Uh, but really, thank you for, for 24 years of giving back to the youth and, and you know, in, in more ways than just basketball. I know that you mentor these kids. You keep in touch with these kids. I, I know that for a fact because we've talked about that. And, uh, you know, 81% of, of your kids going on to play college is, is incredible because without basketball – who knows, you know, they may have gone, they may not have gone. We don't know, but uh, you know, you're, you're an integral part of that and in helping the youth, especially in PG County for 20 years. So thank thank you you for all that that you did and, and, you know, contributed not only to their lives, but to our sport. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. So before we go, I have a couple uh, quick hitters. Uh, This is my favorite segment on the show. Um, so the first question is, I got four questions for you. So first one, three favorite moments from your coaching career. And I think I know what number one will be, but, but go ahead and give me your three favorite. Three favorite, favorite moments in, in no particular order. Number no one, that, order. That, that, that first win at Oxen Hill against a, a, a nationally ranked team, mm. um, that was huge. Um, number two, uh, winning the state championship. Uh, okay. for the state of Maryland. That's what I, yeah, that's, that's the one I said, I think I know which one. Yeah. That's, that's gotta be in there. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's uh, because I mean, for, for, for a public school, uh, it's, it, it's huge. You know what I mean? It's we, the Mecca. It's the Mecca. You can't get any higher. We're not allowed to recruit. You take the class that you get and you go out there and you develop those young guys. Yeah. We have and there's something, spe- I'm sorry, coach. There's something special about uh Comcast center or I guess it's called, Xfinity Center, whatever it's called, Verizon, whatever it's called. Yeah, at University of Maryland, there's something special about that uh, that Saturday when all four classes meet for that title. Actually, that whole weekend, because you got that the final four. That whole weekend's four. nice, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It, it, there's just something um, that's one of my top three favorite days of the year every year is oh, spending yeah. that Saturday and watching these schools, you, you, some of these schools only have eight, nine players. These little one right? A schools from and out in Western Maryland, it, man. yeah, out there in Western Maryland, you know, or on the Eastern Shore, and then all the way down to the four A when the big boys go at night. So, um, yeah, so the fact that you were able to 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 win one of those is is incredible. You you reach the mecca of high school basketball in the state of Maryland. And, and I tell people all the time, man, um, it's all about timing. 
mm -hmm. blessings and luck. I told you about Coach Sewell, the guy that brought me into the game. Mm -hmm. No harder working coach ever. And, and I don't think coach ever even made it to a regional game. You know yeah. what I mean? Wow. So I was always cognizant every time we went through those doors of yes. what it meant that who was responsible for me being there and the obligation I have to coach my best game at that time right. um, because of those uh, that, that, that helped us along the way, man. So yeah, I was, um, that's, that's a big one for me. And, and I think the third last of that category would be um, looking up into the crowd that night and you were there um, when it was all over and seeing the number of former players that I didn't even know knew that, I was retiring and, and to have them in that building at that time and come up and talk to me in the locker room and after the game, it just brought it full circle of, cause you don't really think about how many people you touch and what that impact is and all that. But for all those, those folks, and a lot of them are parents now, you know what I mean? <laughs> They're bringing their kids. Right. Their right. Retiring. That meant a lot to me. It, it, um, it really did mean a lot to me. So I think those from a, from a, a coaching perspective, those would be my highlights. Wow. That's special. Very special, Coach. All right, Coach. Um, starting five NBA all time. All time. Oh, <laughs> all time. And this is your starting five. Um, for me, Shaq, Agreed. Reggie, Kobe, Michael, LeBron. <sighs> That's a mean five, coach. <laughs> that's a, yeah, yeah. That's, and and it's that's a hard, that's a tough question, coach. It's, it's a very question, tough, but of a course. tough one because, you know, it could change tomorrow. If I ask you it tomorrow, could change, it could change. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, that would that would be mine right off the top. Yep. So who runs point? Kobe. Yep. I'm putting. Okay. I'm having Kobe bring it up. Yeah, I agree with you. All right. Nice. All right, Coach, uh, let's switch gears a little bit. Two more questions. Five favorite music artists of all time. Ooh, okay, so now, this is your five. Audience, and I know I know you love music, so that's why yeah, I had to. And some of your audience might not know these, so that's no good. Deal. Even better. Um, um, probably number one, Al Jarreau, um, Frankie Beverly and Mays, um, Average White Band, um, Joe Sample. Mm. Um, one more. The emotions. Nice. I like it. I love that Al Jarreau pick. Yeah, yeah. That's my yeah. guy. Yeah. Nice. Okay. All right, Coach. Last question before I let you go. Five dinner guests, dead or alive? Five. It could be okay. people you know or don't know. Can only bring five to dinner. If I could, and and we're all are we all at the same dinner table? Yes, you at the same. Oh, this table. is gonna be a really interesting conversation. Yes. Um. Okay, so for me, um, Dr. Martin Luther King, mm -hmm. Selma Hayek. Oh, I might need to dig deeper into that one. Yep. Okay. Janet Jackson. Okay. Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. Shirley Chisholm. Oh, man, nice one. I like that. That's a great five. Selma. So why Selma Hayek? Um, I, I think, and this is, this is a true story. My wife and I were just talking about Selma recently at 54, not just because at 54, I think that she is just living her best life every day. There's mm. something about her beyond the obvious that, mm -hmm. um, I've always been attracted to her, 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 her naturalness when it comes to living life, um, being straight up, 
Um, and, and I just think she's a awesome role model, you know, from, from Mexico who, um, is just doing what she wants to do when, when she wants to do it. There you go. Yeah. Love yeah. it. That's, that's great. I, I, you know, I never even thought about, but when you say it makes a hundred percent. Yeah. Sense. And she's still doing it. And that's why we were yeah. talking about her the other day. I mean, she's still out there rocking and rolling and yeah. I think she's just an amazing person, super sharp, uh, uh, very witty. Um, yeah. and, and to have that, that combination at that dinner table with, you know, that'd be man, a great we, conversation. We'd have some great conversations with that group. Yeah, you would. Coach B, my man, thank you so much for joining us today. So glad on, to be here. Yeah, on All Met Sports Talk with Coach Sherm. Um, again, it's an honor. Uh, it's an honor to know you and, uh, you know, to keep your company because there's not a lot of people like you, and, and I'm honored to be your friend. And I cannot wait for some warm weather so we can go hit this golf ball. Hopefully, you know, we everybody's vaccinated. <laughs> And we can actually ride in the same cart. And uh, absolutely, man, we're gonna make that happen. I have no doubt about that, man. And and and, and once again, man, um, appreciate everything you're doing. You know, in the coaching community, what you're doing here. Um, continue to do your thing, man. Many blessings to you. And anything I can do to help you, you got my number. Thank you so much, sir. Have a great night. And for everyone, thank you for joining us again on another episode of All Met Sports Talk. This was episode ten. I've had ten great guests. Looking forward to some more. Uh, Coach B's going to help me get some of these on here, some of these other great coaches on. Absolutely. <laughs> That's what I'm going to reach out to. <laughs> Everyone have a great week. Talk to you next week. <laughs>